0: What's up, goal reachers, dream catchers, and lifestyle giants? Thank you for checking out the Seventy One Podcast today. If you are a new listener, my name is Vocals, and I am your host. And I am here to help motivate, encourage, and inspire you to jumpstart your dreams. Listen, this is the last day of two thousand and seventeen. Can you believe it? This year flew by so fast. I mean, one minute it was January, the next minute we're at December the 31st, and it's insane the way time is flying by. But I hope you all enjoyed your holidays and were able to spend quality time with family and friends. I know for many of us, this year was incredibly challenging, myself included. And, you know, you went through some rough things, some rough patches and some unimaginable circumstances. But guess what? I have some good news for you. If you are listening to this podcast right now, that should be a great sign to you. It's because you woke up this morning and you still have breath in your body and you have a life to live. And I believe that living is a for sure sign if you ever needed one, that you have a purpose for being on this earth. And gaining insight and encouragement from this podcast is an excellent sign that you have some, a little inkling of belief in yourself. You're trying to do something with your life. You believe that there's more to your life because you're seeking out encouragement. You're seeking out information on how to better yourself and do more and and trying to figure out what to do with your life. And so it's my goal to give you everything that I possibly can to keep you motivated to become the person that you were put on this earth to be. So before I begin, I really want to take some time to acknowledge all the remarkable people that we lost this year. There are many that I can name and so many that I can't, but whether they were known by the world or unknown by the world, that does not negate their impact. If you're listening today and you lost someone dear to your heart, I want to send my sincerest condolences to you and your family. I'm quite aware that there's nothing I can say to make you feel better or help you get rid of the void that you will forever experience because that person is gone. But I do want to encourage you to keep going, keep living, keep trying, keep believing in yourself. Yes, take whatever time you need to deal with the loss that's natural, that's real, that's you got to do that. But whatever you do, don't give in to the notion of quitting on your dreams. The world needs what you have to offer. Decide today to use your success to commemorate the life of the ones that you lost. Use your success. Do it for them. Like, just know that I'm doing this. If, if you got to have some fuel in the time when you don't have that person, just say to yourself, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for the one that I lost. And so I'm going to keep going for them. Let's go. Today, I want to take a chapter from Carl Lent's new book, Own the Moment. The chapter title that I want to focus on is called Rearview Mirror. First, let me say that this book is an in- awesome and easy read. I love that it doesn't follow the traditional format that books have where you have to read, you know, the first chapter in order to understand the second chapter, almost like watching a movie. This book, you can literally pick it up from wherever and just start reading and you get where he's going. You get what he's talking about. The table of contents is really what drew me to this book. I always read that before I purchase a book because it tells me in a nutshell what the book is going to be about and if I feel that it's going to be beneficial to me. I don't care if it's on whoever's bestsellers list, Times bestsellers, you know, cockadoo doo bestseller, whoever, if your table of contents don't draw me, I'm not buying the book. Now, I want to read a few of the titles or a few of the chapters in the book. They're in no type of order. The first one is to all the ladies in the place with style and grace. The second one, if you're a racist and you know it, clap your hands. I couldn't wait. I read that one in the car as soon as I bought it. The next one was I have no idea where I'm going. Sounds familiar to me. The next one, you don't need to save the world. The book is so genuine and funny and real. I think anyone can gain valuable insight by reading it, whether you're religious or not. So I suggest checking it out if you're looking for a good read to start the new year off. Um, again, it's Carl Lentz book on the moment. Let's go. So being that we're embarking on a new year, 2018, 2018, 2018. I thought the chapter Review Mirror would be fitting for today's podcast. I want to warn you that the format is going to be a tad bit different today, so I hope you're okay with me changing things up just a little bit. So in the chapter Review Mirror, Carl Lentz talks about reflecting on the past and how we can effectively use our past to help propel us into future successes. And he says, we all have a past, and the difference between people who are effective, and people who are not is this. Will you use your story or will your story use you? When you reflect on your life, what do you remember most? Do you look back and think about all the misses and all the mistakes and all the stuff you didn't do? Are you constantly rehearsing your past hurts and disappointments over and over again? How much energy did you give to your past in 2017? And although glancing at and remembering the past is not necessarily a bad thing, what makes it useless is when we let our past paralyze us and give more attention to what used to be than what is in front of us right now and what lies ahead. One thing that will forever be true is we cannot go back and change what has happened. I don't care how you try and clean things up. I don't care if somebody comes and apologizes to you or you apologize to them or you repay a debt. It's not like our credit score after seven years, everything the slate is wiped, cleaned and everything is forgiven and forgotten. No, what happened has happened and it never goes away. As long as you are alive, your past lives. But you know, some people are so stuck on what they used to have and so stuck in the past that they just... Forget about aiming towards future successes and new successes and and obtaining new victories. I tell you, there's nothing like having a conversation with someone who is stuck in the past. They constantly talk about how they used to have this car, they used to live in this neighborhood, they were friends with this person and that person, and they talk about what this person did to them and how that person used them, and it just goes on and on and on. It's like the worst conversation that I can ever have with a person Lent says, if we use our past correctly, it can be a catalyst in our story, one that creates bridges into new territory that we couldn't have reached in any other way. He says, if you can't change it, your past that is, you might as well use it. How you see you, your past, your struggles, your potential matters more than how anybody else sees you. More often than not, when most of us think about our past, we think about all the bad things that happened, the lies we were told, the time we spent, the money we invested, and all of the negative outcomes. That's, That's most of the time what we focus on. And anytime we think about trying to do anything to move forward, we remember those disruptive feelings and emotions we felt and how we don't want to experience any of that again. And let me speak for myself here. When I think about retrying an idea or doing something different, my mind immediately starts thinking about how I can move forward while avoiding every pitfall imaginable. I start thinking about the hurtful things people said and did to me. I start telling myself falsehoods like I did everything right, which is a lie, and things still went wrong. But if I genuinely evaluate my past actions, I know I will find several things I could have done better in areas where I could have stretched myself a little bit more. And when I think about past disappointments, in my mind, the negative situation is hugely inflated. I make it much worse than it actually was. The hurt seemed like it was never ending and I over exaggerate everything about the experience. I'm only talking about me right now. It might be a little bit different for you. But as I previously stated, I'm the type of person that thinks and rethinks my actions over and over again. And I try to come up with a full free win-win risky, but at the same time, safe plan for everything I do. I try to predetermine every step that I have to take before I do the first thing. And you can pretty much guess what happens next. If you guess that I end up overthinking my way out of doing anything, you know me like the back of your hand. (laughs) I'm going to use a quote that I used in a previous podcast from author and minister Christine Kane. She said, because we can't do everything, we don't do anything instead of doing the one thing God told us to do that would initiate the rest. Come on, somebody. I'm going to say that again. Because we can't do everything, we don't do anything instead of doing the one thing God told us to do that would initiate the rest. Let's go. Hurt. Failure, disappointments, and all of those negative emotions are very real. Don't get me wrong. I would never imply that we should immediately move on after something terrible and tragic happens to us. It's natural to want to give ourselves time, and we should give ourselves time to heal. Otherwise, we're doomed to repeating the same mistakes over and over again. Yes, heal by all means, but I'm equally saying, let's not take forever to get over it. Let's use our story, the good, the bad, and refuse to let our story use us. My fiance Jeremy says it like this, the flag doesn't blow the breeze, the breeze blows the flag. How we let our story use us is by letting it continuously cause us to be stagnant. Whether we want to accept it or not, we got to understand that there are lessons to be learned from every challenge that we face. It could be a character trait that we need to fine tune, or it reveals some much needed truths to us about ourselves or other people. Whatever it is, if we look back on our past with the right perspective, we will see the lessons that we learned or should have learned as a result of that experience. Let's go. Let's ask the question like this Will you allow your reflection to be your protection? And to be honest, when I first read that statement, I was like, what? But it's a valid question when you give it some thought. It's basically asking, how will you use your past? Are you going to let your past keep you in the same place that you were in in 2015, 2016, and 2017 because you're too scared to step out? are you going to let the lessons of your past help propel you into your future? And as for me personally, I've decided to erase the phrase, forget the past from my mind. And moving forward, I'm going to see my past as my protection. If you're wondering, protection from what? Allow your past to protect you from making the same mistakes over and over again. Use the past just as you would the rearview mirror in your car. Glance at it and take what you need and use what's behind you to make the appropriate corrections to move forward in today and your future. Don't run from your past because as long as you are alive again it will follow you wherever you go. But also don't let it have so much power over you that your past is in the driver's seat of your life. Taking you from hurt to hurt or keeping you from doing anything for fear of of experiencing another disappointment. Instead, let your past show you how to avoid some of the same pitfalls by recognizing red flags that pop up with people and with situations that you didn't recognize before. Believe the saying, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. If nothing else, think about all the things that you've been through and overcame and let that encourage you because it's proof that you are strong, smart, and can take a punch and keep going. Let's give some great advice about handling the past. He says, add a new sentence immediately following the worst moment you can think of. Start it with, I got up again. I choose to move on. Primarily for those who have overcome addictions or have had run-ins with the law and you're still feeling the effects of those bad decisions, choose to move on and do not let the obstacles that you are now facing make you give up on you. Don't quit on you. Trust me, there are a lot of people that can learn from your mistakes. And you being bold enough to share your life with someone else makes you an anomaly today. You being willing to show you're ugly makes you an anomaly. Especially with this fake social media driven society we live in. Let social media tell it. Everyone else's lives looks as clean as a bleach soap towel. Everybody is good. They have the perfect relationships and they are floating on a thousand dollar bill. Let them tell it. But you and I, we are the only ones living in the real life. We're the only ones going through stuff. We're facing fear and anxiety and we're, we're actually having challenges in our lives. I'll agree with you on that. But I encourage you to share your life because I guarantee you, you'll be shocked the number of people that you can help by just opening your mouth and being honest and be willing to share your ugly. Let's go. Wrapping up the review mirror chapter of the book, Own the Moment, Linton says, the road that lies in the wake of your life thus far is littered with lessons, but they are not leashes. Feel free to own the road that has yet to be paved in your life. So in other words, use your story. Don't let your story use you. Use it to help others. Use it as a lesson for yourself to avoid future pitfalls. Use it to become a better person. But whatever you do, do not let your past hinder you from living your dream today. If fear is causing you to be frozen in your tracks, throw yourself out and tell fear. If you choose to be here and you're going to stay, you're not going to stop me. Before I do nothing, I will do it afraid. It's time for all of us, my friends, to make our dreams a reality. We can't let life pass us by while we sit back and watch and hope that a miracle will fall out of the sky. We have to be actively working, moving, and operating so that if that miracle does drop out the sky, it knows whose hands to fall into. And it's going to fall into the hands of the people that are actively doing, moving, and pursuing their dreams. All right, my friends, that's our show for today. But before we go, I have a few people that want to say some things to close out 2017. Come here, Nat. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you for supporting 7-in-1 Podcast. Be blessed. Okay, babes, you're up. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast this year. I love you all. Bless. The last, but most certainly not the least, the one who has made all the noise during the recording of this podcast on this evening, my baby. Thank you for listening to my mommy's podcast. Happy New Year. Everyone be blessed.